Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. The Amish finish of their woods inferior because they don't have access to advanced chemicals. Yeah, that, that feels bad. I'm not gonna say. I I I fucking like. I, I like the fact that they are primitive. Just like I, I appreciate. I've never heard of anybody throwing shade at Amish people for their fucking. Yeah, right. It's, this is the first time you're gonna hear that. <laughs> first and last time, never to be heard again. I've said a lot of controversial things, but I'm not backing down. <laughs> yeah, I bet he says that too. Like, <laughs> I can just imagine you like, you know, he looks up and he's like, "Yeah, is that your G spot? I researched this." For <laughs> It's my- <laughs> it took me five years to read everything about the Vietnam War, <laughs> but I spent 20 years learning the female anatomy. <laughs> and I still don't have it now. Yeah. <laughs> he loves learning, man. He, he, loves, he learning. loves learning, and that's certainly a part of it. Well, uh, other thing I love about Noam Chomsky is he's just, like, not apologetic, and since he's such, like, such, like a facts-based person... Like, I feel like a lot of people, especially mainstream news, because it's fucking garbage, like, always has to, before talking about, you know, bombing some kids in a foreign country, like, they spin it in such a way of, like, oh, we were defending interest abroad, blah, 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 bullshit, 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 right? And he's just like, uh, on this date, we went here, and we murdered this many people because we were trying to do blank. You're just like, oh, fuck, this is fucking cold. Yeah, he just rattles off those facts like they're nothing. Exactly. It's like, goddamn. Hello. Hey, ready? Yeah, dude. Ready to go. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I am Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. We got, uh, we got rain. We got, uh, we got nipple twisting. Got a little, little bit of, uh, Nefarious uh, iPhones. When it and rains, course, it pours. Mm-hmm, and uh, and shit fights. Uh, so stick around. We'll be talking about all that good stuff. Heard about when shit hits a fan, but yeah. I haven't heard about people hitting you over some shit. Well, I've heard of that. I mean, Wait, of course, oh yeah, you're it's, right. it's a ubiquitous term, right? You can. You can Place it wherever you want within a sentence, and it can be, uh, you know, a, a descriptor, a noun. Like it's, it's great. Shit like, the bed really, on this one. Uh, that's right. Uh, you're full of shit. You know, it, it's, it's great. It's so great. Mm. I must harvest your shit, Tim. I need I it. Harvest. I must store the shit. I must fill my shit quota. I'm going to take your shit, and I'm going to have it as my own shit. Because I need that shit. But if you took my shit, then I wouldn't have enough shit to fill my shit quota. I would and... I would say eat shit, but I can't have you eating shit because I need that shit. This is so, some real shit. Yeah. Um, because of our shitty leader yeah. wants, wants our shit. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Kim Jong-un's uh, New Year address. Uh, that one is the one that contains uh, this quota that North Koreans now have to collect uh, how much? 220 pounds per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, how often do they have to do this? You see, that's something that I was trying to... Um, okay, so for over a year. Yeah. Which... So, yeah. I could do that. I could do that. You easy. can do that? How much yeah. do you think you should a week? Oh, man. Well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a pretty... Waited? I'm a pretty regular shitter. I have never weighed it. I could have really light shit. Have you ever? A, yeah, you've never squatted over a thing that measure a scale. Thank you. I was going to describe, but it was a thing that measures weight. Yeah. You've never squatted over a scale and and a, added that up and done the math, run the numbers. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, you're totally right. I haven't, but I do feel like 20 pounds lighter most mornings. So. Mm. That's, that's pretty great. Usually after I've had a couple cups of coffee, it, it gets me going. I feel like the worst thing about storing 220 pounds of shit isn't, is that it's not like a one-time thing. It's not like, oh, today's the day. I got to make sure all my shit's in check and make sure I have 220 pounds. Like the shitty part is, is that every day you'd have to like go and make sure it's like, all right, I got 10 pounds of shit. I got to keep adding to it. And you just have a stinky pile of shit that you just keep adding to. 
hoping that one day it'll add up to 220 pounds. Like I think that uh, that's the uh, the worst part, just the the management of the shit and checking on it, making sure no one's stealing your shit because yeah. you need it. It's unreasonably high, like 220 pounds. Like, how much do you think the average person weighs in North Korea? Uh, half that. Probably. Uh, probably, like, it's probably not much more than that, really. Like, if the average person in the United States weighs, I don't know, 220 pounds, 160 pounds. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, you've got you got a lot of big old folks, so that probably pushes it up to an average of like 180, 190, somewhere like that. Yeah. I was like, you gotta take kids into account as well. Is this only adults that have to fulfill this quota? Per able-bodied citizen. So I don't know what they're defining as an able-bodied citizen, uh, if they're including children in that range. If that was the case, they certainly wouldn't be able, uh, to fulfill the quota unless they're able to do it jointly. And if that's the case. Oh, you can like add your kids' shit to your shit. You could hack, yeah, you so- could hack the system. Yeah, it's it's a pack the system. Yeah, it's like uh it's a welfare hacking, right? It's welfare. This is a if you think about it, this is a progressive tax system. So you yeah. see it helps it helps, you know, lower income people, people that have families more mouths to feed by enabling you to add their shit to your shit quota. It's it's actually well thought out. Who who knew Kim Jong Un was such a, a thoughtful leader? Who knew? He's great. I, I I didn't know it. I wouldn't have assumed that. Yeah. I wouldn't have assumed that. Not not based on his on his previous policy choices. Yeah. Well, another thing Tim and I were talking about is it is this, seems like it'd be a circular issue. Is that uh, a lot of the things that North Korea comes in the news for is uh, malnutrition, like a lack of food. Uh, yeah. That people don't have access to food. So you think it'd be a, a, a like a circular logic of, uh, for lack of better words, shittiness. Where people don't have access to food, so they're not pooping a lot, but they need to get this poop, so that way they don't get pooped on by their government, and, and it's just a, a clusterfuck of sadness. Yeah, and well, and the sadness really comes in when you start fighting people over their shit. Which, which is happening now in North Korea due to this decree. Yeah, you have these guardian keepers of public restrooms yeah. that are... You know, waiting to swoop up your crap as as soon as it leaves your body, uh, so that they can fulfill their their quotas. I don't I don't know. Maybe there's a black market for it. You oh know, yeah, a, a brown market, a, if you will. A brown market. Yeah, that and they're these like uh, these undercity uh, like fucking fences and and people that are trading around shit like it's brown gold. It, it well it it would. Uh, it would seem that there is that based on the article. Uh, so we have a quote here saying that uh, as the absolute amount of manure is nowhere near the quota, there are even now merchants who are selling dried feces. The source said, "Man, it's like, and, hey, here you go. I, I got, I got some good primo. <laughs> I got that that Mexican flat pack dried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, and, and see the the shitty part about that." Uh, the merchants who are selling the dried stuff, I that that probably weighs way less. You know, like a, maybe twenty percent of what the wet stuff does. Exactly. So it's going to take you a lot longer to get there. That's well, you not- see, what's good about the dried stuff is you can just add water to it, and there you go. Bada boom, bada bing. You're you're back in business, baby. You've got all that weight back to it. Yeah, you put it in there, or you like you cut the shit with uh, you know, like baking soda. You cut like, the shit you know, with you know baking soda. <laughs> that, that good old, like, good old white scale Colombian cocaine trick. You just yeah, yeah. He's gonna kind of you know cut it in there, and uh, they don't know the difference. They don't you know? know the difference. They're they're not there like you know measuring the shit for its potency. It's like oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's like the 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 movies where they have the drug lord that like really knows his product. He just like takes like a like a little tiny bit of the shit and like rubs it on his gums. He's like yeah, that's yeah. that's the good shit. That's that's good shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. That's so gross. Uh, <laughs> it's awful. Geez. It's really bad. Uh, I I I just I can't help but like bring back. I'm thinking of the uh, the public restrooms. I can't help but bring back Joe and Lenny. You know, like are, we, are those are those our names? Are, are we? Yeah, uh, it's Joe and Lenny. Joe is Joe is the uh, the high pitched voice one, and and Lenny's the deep voiced one. All right, so it's it's like uh, wait, you said Joe is the deep voice one? No, Lenny's the deep voice one. 
Oh, so, hey, hey, Joe, hey, we, we, we've been sent here by the boss to watch this here bathroom. You know, what, what are we doing here? What are we supposed to be doing? Yeah, we gotta stand next to the bathroom. I don't think Lenny <laughs> says any, no, I mean, Joe doesn't say anything important. He just repeats whatever Joe says. Okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's Lenny, Lenny's, I mean, goddamn, I keep getting their names mixed up. That's Joe's contribution to the relationship. It's like, He's like eyeing people as they're going into the bathroom. Like, hey, uh, you look a little heavy there. Care to take a trip by the restroom? <laughs> yeah, you look a little heavy. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and don't forget to leave us a little present behind uh, or else the boss says hello. You know? <laughs> yeah, leave us a present. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, reoccurring themes, right? Yes. Yeah. Lenny and Joe. Uh, the, uh, the unscrupulous, uh, mafia type assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird how, how often those characters can fit in stories that we represent here on Cynic Empowerment. Yeah, it's true. We've, 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 this is the third <laughs> time now. Like, why, why come up with new, unique characters? I mean, I guess in this case, we made u- new and unique characters that would come across as unsavory and racist since, they are uh, North Korean people, uh, so it might, it might be more socially appropriate if we just keep using Lenny and Joe for everything we do from now on. Well, fuck, I don't even know what the equivalent would be in North Korea. Like, the government? <laughs> like, <laughs> they just have, like, a fucking police officer that waltzes up and is like, uh, hey, uh, do you have your shit quota? And then this poor family's like, we don't have enough food. We, we can't make shit. And they're like, well, shame on you. To jail with you. Like, they just, like, drag them off. I, I've, I've watched a lot of anime, so, like, uh, the, the unscrupulous characters is, is all, in anime, in these cases, it's always the pock-faced, uh, street ruffian that, that's usually balding on top of his head, like, disgusting, gross figure. Uh, uh it's always said in Imperial Samurai Japan, no matter which anime you're watching. So it'd be some person of wooden sandals that has like a stick that would, you know, hit someone over the head with the stick and be like, give me your shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like a, like, Commedia del Art kind of character. Yeah, like exactly. These- yeah, there's the, there's the, I mean, basically a Lenny and Joe contrast. You got the big, gross, fat one, and then you got the skinny, also yeah, evil, like, disease-ridden one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically the Asian Lenny and Joe. Yeah, they're, they're both, like, buffoons. Mm-hmm. Like, cer- certainly thuggish idiots that are are used by uh, a nefarious establishment to control innocence. Exactly. It's like they just don't know any better. It's like, man. <laughs> How many people in your life could you say like fit that bill? <laughs> um, everyone except for you, Tim. You're actually the only one. Yay! All right. <laughs> buffoon. <laughs> you're you're half buffoon, but you also have a heart of gold. So that's that's where you make up for it. There we go. Heart of gold. Or in this case, a heart of shit. I hope the government doesn't. Yeah, I hope the government doesn't come for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, do we have a, uh, a poo-covered lining for this one? A poo-covered lining? Um, damn, <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead. I really should have because, damn. Well, uh, so I think the, the, the silver lining is that the, the government is effectively uh, in, invigorating a system of currency that can... Uh, be naturally produced by independent peoples. It's like bitcoins. It's like yeah. it's like chain block currencies. Only so much can be produced. You can't just exactly. produce more. Yeah, there's there's no way that that inflation works here because your body is not going to naturally oh produce God. like so much more of that stuff Wait. At least without some substantial <laughs> drawback. Wait, what if what if like they're you know how counterfeiting is illegal in the United States and you can't just like make more money and become rich? Like what if there was like some hidden building on the edge of town where it's had like this massively obese person they were just like dumping food into nonstop? We're like, we need more, we need more shit. We're going to be so rich. They're just like feeding him like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, what's something that makes you poop? Coffee and rice. I don't fucking know. Oh, rice, just a bunch of prunes. It's yeah. just like several fulls of prunes. 
they've got like a ladder and they uh they have to climb to the top of the ladder with like a big like scoop shovel exactly and just, like, pour it into this this fat asshole's mouth yes and they're just like <laughs> there's like someone with like a bucket behind them catching it all and there's yeah <laughs> it's like an assembly line and they put it in like a little track it goes around and they package it and it says like uh <laughs> Uh, you know, Rafam's patented dried feces or something like that. Yeah. Gosh. That was a that was actually a Blizzard reference. So for all you people out there that play World of Warcraft. Da 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 We're gonna be so rich, Tim. We just gotta go to North Korea and, and implement this strategy. Yeah, man. Uh well I, I don't I don't think I poo enough for it. Uh, I think I would we'll, I would still we'll find be someone else. Same, I would be the same class that I am now. Like yeah. I, I would be like some kind of like uh, middle of the road, like upper middle class kind of person. So, I mean, like I'm a relatively large individual, so I think I, I still have like I have big poos per capita. So that's that's good, you know. But uh, I require more food as well, so I kind of break even. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trade offs. Oh man, I tell you what, uh, something that is not a good trade off. Being tricked into thinking that somebody can control the weather—that's that's, that's definitely, <laughs> definitely not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to con anyone. Okay, I don't want to con anyone. But you want a sunshiny day? I can get you a sunshiny <laughs> wait, day. Wait, wait—is that—is that Lenny I hear? Is that always coming back? <laughs> is that a hint of Lenny? <laughs> no, no, Lenny is not that character. Lenny doesn't know things. <laughs> hey, you want some sun? I can get you a sun. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, boss said he can get you rain. You want rain? Sign his contract. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, you know, you're right. This guy is like an evil, uh, like evil professor, kind of like. He's kind of a goblin-y character. Like a, yeah. Like a yeah. intellectually uh, wordsmith, crafty evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely, uh, he's got a, a high charisma ranking. Uh, to be able to convince people that he's able to control the fucking weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're discussing... Uh, you would think right there... Months. Yeah. Yeah, this guy has been peddling some bullshit. Uh, not unlike the story that we just recently discussed. <laughs> it's the, uh, a figurative shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's taken advantage of the fact that Victoria's grain belt is experiencing some drought. So he's offering to provide them with rain because he has some kind of super secret technology <laughs> that he won't divulge. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be weaponized by the government or some bullshit like that. And then he says that oh he's going to get paid on a success basis. Air quotes. You hear my air quotes. Success oh my basis. God. It, it's so... Oh, my God. This thing that no one else has ever achieved before in the history of man. I'm the only one that knows how to do it. But wait, there's more. I will only charge you money if it works. Eh? Yeah. This, th- this, guy- this thing that naturally occurs in nature, if it just so happens to happen while you are paying me these large sums of money, you will have to continually send me these large sums of money. But hey, if I end up not helping you, uh, we good, right? Yeah, this is, this is pretty <laughs> stupid. Okay, so there's a couple of different ways it could go. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, the first one is pretty obvious. This guy is a straight-up con man. Like he yeah. is—he has this ridiculous silver tongue. He's approaching these folks that don't know any better in a time of need, and he's—he's he's capitalizing on that, promising promising them something that he obviously can't do. That's pretty obvious. Right. On the flip side, this guy is a fucking hero. He probably could take over the world if he knew how to harness weather right he would be uh like a doomsday villain uh and effectively hold everyone at ransom uh you know the the world governments say uh you know he makes it monsoon in a certain area of the world for weeks on end to demonstrate his power and then claims that he's going to do it on the rest of the world unless they pay him some huge sum of money but yet He's not doing that kind of stuff. Instead, he's going to focus his endeavors on ensuring that these farmers are able to 
produce uh, uh, some type of yield rather than lose their crops. And he's only doing it at fifty thousand dollars, which for that technology might be absurdly expensive. Maybe he's doing that pro bono. You know, for yeah. all we know, you know, the labor he's losing money. Yeah, that's fifty thousand dollars that he has to put every penny into in order to make the process work, and he's doing it out of his his own his own good oh good free will spirit. I'm just like imagining him like going out into a field while everyone's asleep and just has a, a giant uh, water retaining truck and is just watering the lawn before anyone wakes up. Oh my god! It must have rained in the night while we were sleeping. Look at this. Yeah, except. I- I 100% know that that's bullshit, and the reason why is because there is a farmer that is out there that is so fucking worried about his crop. I bet he's not sleeping, and I bet while he's not sleeping, he's staring out of that dark window, hoping and praying that something is going to hit that field. So as soon as he sees somebody walking out there, he's going to run out there, <laughs> and and uh, I don't know. There's going to be bodies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like there's no way that that guy is going to just like wake up and be like – Oh, well, that was a good night's rest. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go outside and see if it rained. Because <laughs> he's like, I mean, a lot of these farmers, and that's, I think that's the shittiest part of the situation. Like, a lot of these farmers are uh, kind of like slaves to the land, right? You, you don't really have any option other than to farm. Right. Uh, you know, like, just, you're so fucking deep in, uh, you know, I know in land the United boards. States. It, yeah, you or you, you know, like tenant farmers and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I've, I've had family members in the past that were tenant farmers, and uh, of course, owning your own land is certainly the way to go. Not everybody has that option, uh, but once you have spent uh, a, a gazillion dollars on equipment uh, from you know government loans and the like, uh, you're pretty well indebted. Uh, to doing that line of work for the foreseeable future, right. you know, unless something goes terribly wrong, and then if something terribly goes, you know, something goes terribly wrong, like say, no rain, right, and you lose an entire crop, you know, guess who doesn't get a paycheck? You know, right. it's, it's it's the person who is uh, the unwitting middleman of this this crazy transaction. Right. Which is why someone would be desperate enough to even consider in the first place, paying this fucking asshole $50,000 on the onset that maybe some rain would come. Yeah. And $50,000 is also like a lot. I would think that he would probably be targeting folks that had massive farming, uh, operations. Um, because you're not making $50,000 if you're like an average farmer, you gotta be huge. Right. The hundreds of acres would be my guess. Oh, way, way more. Yeah, Thousands way more. of acres? Yeah, millions like, of acres! Bajillions of acres! I, well, I mean, hundreds is probably not far off. I, I'd say, like, if you had... 999. If you had, like, a bumper crop, uh, there's 50, the... Here the 2, minus the 7, uh, divided um, by the square well, root of a peanut. It's 10, I don't know, you could probably get by with like uh three three to five hundred three to five hundred acres you might make fifty thousand dollars off of if somebody else was farming it for you otherwise uh i mean well i don't know i only know from personal experience so i i, I don't i haven't ever owned land I, I know i know some family members that do and that they have uh their land farm for them so here's right? a pretty good quote from the article here we go uh, this David Miles dude insists he's not simply cashing in on an act of God. And here we got a quote. We're going out and putting our name on the line that we will deliver rain, he said. We're prepared to let the client region define the metrics. If you're confident of getting 50 millimeters, perhaps start at 60 millimeters. Our pricing is coming in under the cost of shipping water. Man. Well, he said, yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. We're well, charging hey. you less than it would cost to bring water out to your field. So as far we're as we're saving concerned, you money. That's that's the real sad undertone of of this story. Like water as it stands right now is way cheaper than it really ought to be. Um especially in areas of the world that don't have naturally occurring Phoenix, uh, Arizona, San Diego, Phoenix, Los Phoenix, Angeles. That's right. All of New A Mexico heavily populated areas that 
absolutely require uh, a, a, a fantastic amount of water that is just not naturally there. Uh, it's got to get there somehow. Uh, so what do we do? You know, like we end up flush, flushing our toilets a bajillion times a day, unless you're in North Korea. In that case, you definitely don't want to flush your toilet. Oh, no, you're wasting. Yeah, uh, you, you have to, of course, drink the water, but m- mostly it's, uh, you know, peripheral stuff, like things that, that a lot of people don't think about, like running your washing machine. How many gallons of water does that take? Uh, washing your dishes, uh, you know, brushing your teeth. Uh, all that stuff adds up really quickly. Turn off and, the sink while you brush. Yeah. Didn't in, you in the watch Captain Planet? God damn it. Yeah, I, I watched Sesame Street. Have you ever seen that the little that little like thirty second video about the fish drowning in the puddle outside? No, that sounds absolutely horrible. It's pretty fucked up. There's this guy that's brushing his teeth and water's being piped into his house, and you can kind of see like a little cutaway profile. Oh no. Yeah, and in, in the little puddle outside, there's this fish. Oh and no. The water, is getting like, like little like shallower and shallower, just like going right down. And then at the end, it's like because he's leaving it open while he's brushing his teeth. The little fish is like flopping around in this dry puddle, just like fucking dying. And the goes, go, 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 I wasted water. <laughs> so uh, if you guys were curious about the method of this asshole and how he claims he's able to get this rain, uh, supposedly he can create a quote bridge. Uh, space in the space-time continuum. No way. <laughs> yes, these are no, his words. Wait, wait what? Uh, th- that then applies a small amount of energy intelligently to create a butterfly effect. I hope you can hear the quotes in every little little oh. buzzword I'm saying. And then ultimately, uh, there's electromagnetic scalar waves, which according to the University of Melbourne associate professor Martin Savor... Don't exist. <laughs> wow. So he, yeah, he's just basically throwing some big words at some farmers that are like, yeah, that science and shit, cool man. I'm I'm desperate. I'll take your electromagnetic scalar waves that reportedly don't exist. Which I'm man. not even shitting on the farmer. I I didn't know that electromagnetic electromagnetic scalar waves didn't exist because I've never heard of them before. But I guess I've never heard of them before because they they don't exist. <laughs> And that ten million dollars, though, like if 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 he just said, it, okay, so he wants to raise ten million dollars to build the facility in order to try out this time space continuum do daddy thing, uh, bridge. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, the bridge. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a door. It's not a window. Get, it's a bridge right. in the space time continuum. We got to be specific. This is science. So this guy wants to try out his bullshit. So I think. That we should be able to figure out a way to let him do that. I think that there are enough ten million dollars floating around that we can allow in this experiment. There should just be uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of pressure behind it. You know, like oh, yeah. there's this guy that's like standing behind him with like a pointy stick, and uh, if at any point like he tries to use the ten million dollars for anything other than building this facility, the guy with the stick will like poke him. And uh, if he ever like tries to just like run for it, the guy will just like chase him down and try to stab him with a stick. Or yeah, I don't know, like, something like that. <laughs> you have a bunch of North Koreans that are desperate for poo that will harvest him for poo if he ever betrays them. Yeah, because I'm sure he's full of it. <laughs> yeah, this guy's full of shit. If, if there's anything I know about this Miles guy is that he is full of shit. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it kind of reminds me of some other folks throughout history that have claimed that they were able to uh, control the weather. Uh, one person that, that I was actually thinking about while I was reading this was the uh, was Wilhelm Reich, uh, which is a guy that invented the uh, cloud buster, um, which supposedly, you know, the exact same thing is like could uh, draw orgone energy out of the atmosphere, which caused the formation of clouds and rain. And it just looks like a big old ray gun. Amazing. At least this guy built it, though. Like, it looks cool. It's uh, Yeah, it's a, it's I like the commitment. Yeah. You, you see, Tim, everyone listening, if you are some shyster, right, a con man, uh, we will only respect you if you actually build the things that you use to con people, much like we respect the individual that built the killdozer because he built it with his own hands. And we respect yeah. that. If you pay someone else to build your ray gun or death ray or weather control machine, no respect. You got to put in the work. Okay. That's right. We respect people who put in the work 
whether it be for good or evil. Amen to that. I like it. Yeah, just commit to your ideas, whatever they are. Like we want you to be an individual acting in good faith, even though you know your good faith might literally be killing people. So yeah, I can't believe that's not illegal. What's not illegal? Uh, just like straight up lying to people about rain, calming them into the belief that you can get them rain. Like, why is that not just like straight up illegal? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess until he like straight like if he like takes if he takes cash like they can well, get him on one of several grounds. I think the thing that's sad about this story, well, there's many things that are sad, is that since it's based on the uh, result motive whatever side, I think that might be his legal way of getting around it. It's like, well, we can't say that I didn't cause the rain. Uh, yeah, we definitely can't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> I affected the space-time continuum. But did you, did you, weren't you impressed with my bridge in the space-time continuum? Uh, there was yeah. a bridge there. There were some extra-scalar something magnetic waves. They were quite impressive. But is he saying things that obviously have nothing to do with it? Like, this the... <sighs> I scienced it. Silver lining. Silver lining to this uh, to this fake cloud. Okay, uh, silver lining. Uh, there's a possibility that he actually has it. <laughs> uh, although you know it's 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 a very small possibility. <laughs> like 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 uh, amazingly astronomically microscopically small possibility. Uh, hey, maybe he's figured it out, and maybe he's just being wary about who he gives the information to. You know, we 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 don't want you know some government getting a hold of that and weaponizing it, like he said. Yeah, I it's best interest. I mean, yeah, I guess the silver lining is that if he has actually figured something out, that's way cool. Go science, and then the flippy floppy side is that based on this article, no one's believing his shit. Hopefully he won't be able to defraud anybody because I think pretty much everyone's caught on by this point. Good. Nobody's so. dumb enough to be like, uh, dude, that's not how rain works. Yeah. Like, good. <laughs> like, of course people are desperate, but they're all like, you, you think we're that stupid? Yeah. Like, really? We're, we're desperate, not dumb. Dumbass. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, stop wasting your time. You silly, silly man. Oh man. Uh, well, it's uh, I don't, I don't know a good segue. Yeah, I was. I, that's where I became silent because I was trying to think of one. Yeah, this, um, this, uh, we're next. Next up, we're talking about a guy. Uh, this is a clickbaity article. Uh, so yeah. immediately, uh, this guy is accused of giving people these titty twisters from hell. Yes. That landed him in jail because he was doing this as a military officer to uh, his his uh, uh, sub, sub subordinates subordinates those those, those subordinates subordinates uh, and you know they on on the surface it's like yeah that's uh I mean it's fucked up because he's doing it to people that are not able to do it back I mean unless exactly. he has like, the opportunity unless he to, like, had like an open nipple twisting policy I've had bosses yeah. like that you know like open door policies like why not have an open you know nipple twisting policy but it, it would seem that this it was a one way direction of nipple twisting and terror well you've never had a boss that had a, a nipple twisting policy you know like open nipple twisting open <laughs> open nipple twisting that's pretty. Yeah, you pretty twist, cool. you twist mine. I twist yours. You know, yeah, like every, everywhere I've ever worked, it was a, it was pretty common actually. <laughs> when doors open, nipples. You know? Dude, you you could make so much money off of a lawsuit, Tim. You've been wasting your time working for doing? a living. Yeah, I I could just be like the character on King of the Hill. What was that guy's name? He like like tripped and fell in the Frito factory, and oh. then he's just like, payouts for the rest of his life. Yeah. I need to be like that guy. Exactly. Oh man, yeah, that's definitely the right way to go about it. Uh, so, on the surface, like, ah, like, ah, you know, don't don't pinch people's nipples when they're not inviting it, especially if it's not like this consensual thing where they're able to reciprocate. Enough said. Uh, yes. Yeah, but this guy, uh, this is um, Army Lance Sergeant. Is Lance Sergeant an officer? I don't even know that much about British Army hierarchy. Um, Lance, Lance Sergeant. Wait, is his name? Wait, 
Liam Liam Cruz Taylor is his name, but he was a lance sergeant. Don't British people say the words? No, they say the word. Oh, they say the word lieutenant. Weird. They say lieutenant. Did you know that? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Lance sergeant. It's like a normal sergeant, but they have lances or something. I don't fucking know. That's pretty cool. Back in the day, they had lances, but now they don't. Because we don't use lances. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. There was a guy (laughs) named Lance, and he was a sergeant. He was a total dude bro. And then after that point, everyone was like, dude, you're not a normal sergeant. You're a Lance sergeant. Because, damn, Lance was like the best. He was the best sergeant ever. He, like, never twisted our nipples. He would let us drink brewskis on base. We were allowed to have girls over. Like, he was a total Lance. He was so cool. Total Lance. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> is that is that the uh, that's the equivalent of a Chad? No. In English. Maybe. Uh, Lance, Lance is not a Chad. Okay. Yeah. Yes, he is. Now okay. it's official. Chads are Americans. Lances are the British Chads. Yep. Well, if you think about it, wasn't like Lance Lancelot? Wasn't he like the dude bro of the King Arthur series? I thought he was named Lancelot because he was like super violent. He would lance people a lot. He's just like a he. He was a total bro, wasn't he? Yeah. He definitely wasn't the Monty Python skits. He would just ruin weddings. Yeah. Know, just run and just murder a bunch of people. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's appropriate. I think Lance it, it, it translates. It's it's the British chat. I think yeah. I'm I'm down with this. It's it is now official. Here on Cynic Empowerment. Okay, so we're talking Liam Cruz Taylor, and this guy has um, he, he's going to be jailed for six months. Uh, but he, he wasn't just giving people the the titty twisters of nightmares; he was also abusing them physically in a number of other ways. And I think, I think that's where this article goes from being syllable clickbait to legitimately sad uh, uh, a legitimately sad portion of. What's wrong with hierarchies in our world? Yep. Uh, like, how in the world could someone uh, who's in a position of power such as this be able to take advantage of it so blatantly right. uh, to do something so senseless? Like, there, there's not even – like, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like, maybe he's trying to make them tougher or something, but are you supposed to be on the same team? Like, you guys are in the military together. It's supposed to be like a feeling of fraternity. Isn't – isn't that what makes military successful in general? Like this, like cooperative kind of, I, I don't know. Like I, I know that they, there's like a tough guy mentality a lot of times, but just beating the shit out of people for no reason. Seems, seems pretty tough. <laughs> I don't well, know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, like, I don't. I don't want to use the, the the buzzword of like toxic masculinity, but you know. Well, I mean, kind of, I mean, yeah. If anything is toxic masculinity, this is kind of it. Like maybe he's just constantly trying to prove how how in charge he is by physically abusing. Yeah, just, just by by force, just like abusing people. And you would so to add another layer of the emotional verbal abuse on top of the physical abuse is that he's reported. Uh, as screaming at the people he was physically abusing by saying, stand up and take it like a man. Yeah, uh, well, okay, so I feel like this article is just being presented to us in a day and age in which we understand these things as being pretty pretty apparently wrong. If this article had come out, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, we probably wouldn't be approaching it the same way. It would. It is instead of the title being a uh, bad case of bullying, British soldier jailed for excessive nipple twisting. Instead, the article would be like uh, the forceful way to get your I don't know your subordinates yeah, yeah. to act according to proper British policy. I don't know. There's a possibility. Another yeah. approach to management in the British armed forces. I, I am. I am not going to claim that I know anything about the inner workings of boot camps and, and how the military trains its own and, and treats one another. Because I, I myself have not been a part of it. I have heard others discuss what that experience was like for them. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of folks, um, despite, uh, that being one of the more physically challenging aspects of their life, uh, they, they seem to review 
that is as uh as still very positive. Um, which I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Jimmy. It seems like a lot of people that are in the military, you know, substantially like they really enjoyed being in the military while they were doing it. And I don't know if that's part of like the uh like this kind of like um culture that they breed uh maybe through things such as this. Like maybe that's one of those places in which this like toxic masculinity has has uh infiltrated so deeply that it kind of I, I I'm hesitant to say that it works because I don't think that it does. You know, like uh eventually you have uh like um what do you call it? Like uh like the full metal jacket guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to to be as um, uh, you know as as cheesy as possible, like these guys that are going nuts because they're abused so heavily, and then right. they end up shooting their commanding officer and you know making a mess of everything and and whatnot uh, as a result of of their abuse or or some kind of mistreatment. Yeah, I mean, I think you're playing a dangerous game when you're <laughs> yeah emotionally and physically abusing other human beings you're kind of rolling the dice and you don't really know what's going to pop up you know maybe you're able to break them down emotionally and have them reject themselves as individuals and just part of a big uh, machine that is the armed forces or you know maybe the physical abuse uh, turns them into a uh, very upset individual that's going to take some drastic measures. I mean, you you, you never know what you're going to get. You, you really are flipping a coin. Uh, you, you don't you don't know how these people are going to react independently. Everybody's got uh, a different set of experiences that they're walking into the military with. Uh, so when you have someone who's willy nilly just abusing people, and it seems like in in this situation, this guy is doing it. Carelessly, he, he, there's not necessarily a purpose behind it. At least, not the way that this article is framing it. I can understand, uh, you know, some kind of uh, severity uh, exhibited by a commanding officer. Not to the extent here. Like in, in one portion, he uh, uh, let's see, collapsed a recruit with an elbow strike to the sternum and stood over the distressed man, screaming, "What? What you said earlier? Stand up and take it like a man." That type of stuff. I don't see that having a place. I don't really understand why he would need to do that. Uh, uh, or, or like during roll call, slapped one trainee across the face. Uh, also, like it's not really something that's probably going to hurt that person unless that guy just like is like jacked all the hell and like reared back and hit him as hard as he could across the face. Like I don't know what situation would call for something like that. But I also know that war is one of the most unnatural and disgusting parts, you know, one of the most disgusting features of humanity. And I don't really know what's going to properly prepare any human being for a situation like that. I don't know that, you know, the face of physical violence is going to kind of bolster them in a way. Um but uh, I, I know a lot of tough military guys, and I know that a lot of tough military guys come from situations like this. I don't know. Chicken or the egg, right? I, I, I don't know how these things are going to play out ultimately, and I'm certainly not advocating for this type of behavior. I think it's a much more nuanced issue than uh, this article gives it credit for, um, and this guy's certainly a bad guy. I'm not, I'm not being an apologist for him either. I don't want to make it seem like I am, but it, it's, it's pretty cut, cut and dry. Right. Yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm, I I can't speak from experience, you know, military experience, but I can speak from uh, you know experience in team sports. Uh, in that you, it, it, there are some instances in which you can cut your teammates a break. Uh, and in uh in the physical realm, whenever you cut your teammates a break, sometimes it is at the sacrifice of the way in which your team is going to function overall. Uh, you know, maybe somebody gets tired uh, during a conditioning exercise. If that person is not pushed to continue, then there's a possibility that the rest of the team could be harmed as a result of that individual not being able to carry out their responsibility in the instance that that conditioning would call for. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I guess to extrapolate from there, if, you know, people aren't properly prepared in the armed forces, then they could uh let down their team which would put lives at risk so i mean yeah it's a high intensity situation but hopefully they'll be able to prepare 
people in the British armed forces better than twisting their nipples. To twist their nipples. You know, there got to be some better way to to get the importance of team building and working together and putting in your all outside of nipple twisting. Me thinks. <laughs> yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nipple twisting is the most effective, provocative way to to get the message across. I don't know. I'm not. I I, I don't fucking know. I like to pretend like I don't have nipples most of the time. Like I don't. I don't really want to. I, I don't really want the people that touch them i don't really want them to be recognized like just don't don't just pretend like i don't have them. i think that's how yeah. most people feel yeah just don't, don't definitely don't touch them like de- definitely don't do any of that yeah i, I, I think uh, everyone understands those feelings you know and, oh, and sometimes we have feelings that we wait do we come with a silver lining Oh no! We Damn it! Several lining, and then I'm gonna come right back to that because I was it was a good it was a good segue I was coming up with. Although like nipples as like just like a general kind of thing, everybody loves them. You know, like it's just built into us. Is that the silver lining? I think so. A love it's for just, nipples. Everybody loves them. You know, know what I mean? It's just like from from our from our first breath, just like. It's just innate. Everybody knows. It's like that's that's a thing. Um, I was born this way, loving nipples. Uh huh. Yep. It's just how it is. And don't fucking touch people's nipples without asking them first, or don't ask them. I don't know. Unless what? you're invited to touch them. There you go. How about that? Just don't touch people's nipples. Yeah. Unless you're invited to, and if if that's the case, and everybody's on board, you know, go for it. You know. Yes. Do whatever you will. That's the whole of the law. <laughs> wow, we haven't made a reference to uh, what's his nuts in a while. The left-handed path. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a minute. And this man, I can't mm. even think. What's that fucker's name? Uh, Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, some occult bullshit we haven't talked about in a long time. Anyways, speaking of God damn it, I lost my mojo. <laughs> speaking of feelings you can't control, bringing it back. <laughs> Yeah, Sometimes you, you have feelings that, uh, yeah, you can't control and that <laughs> you, you didn't, you didn't expect to have yep. that uh-huh. are, that are brought upon by, uh, gay coins in this case. Gay coins. Yeah. Those, uh, those evil iPhones. And they're goddamn Apple with their gay just, coins. Like gay, to me, gay coin sounds like something that an elderly person like would accidentally like refer to bitcoins as, or something like that. You got your emojis on your phones with the gay coins and the furries and the, I don't know. Wait, wait gay coins? It's like, yeah, it's like, I have like no idea what they're talking about. Just like making up words. Oh, isn't that great? Like somebody that mentions in casual conversation. uh uh, you know, some some kind of thing that they're like making fun of, but you can tell it's like that's some really specific information that you don't know unless you're actively involved in whatever it is. Oh yeah, like yeah, it, 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 you're you're misreading like they're, they're misreading everything outside of the parameters of what they're discussing, except for that thing that's like a huge buzzword. And then you're like, wait a second, wait a second, why do you know what that is? Yeah, I see what's going on here. Yeah, they they like they're uh, talking about like dating websites. Like I don't know why people have to do those. What do you call them? Those cyber cyber daters or whatever yeah. you call them. Then they list like uh, what's the what's the fucking gay one? What is it? What is that oh, called? Oh, Tinder. It's not Tinder. No, it's. Uh, oh wait, wait, I'm dumb. Grinder. What the hell? Grinder, grinder. Yeah. yeah, they're like, and then there's that grinder one. Man, I tell you what, it's like, wait, what? Wait, what do you know what, what grinder is? You're like yeah. 72 You're... and like the most conservative person I know. Yeah. Who taught you like, what grinder was? Yeah, you don't even know how to like turn on your computer, but you know what? You don't even know how to download the Words with Friends app on your phone. Why the fuck do you know what Grinder is? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, right? Hey, where there's a will, there's a way. And when it comes to this Russian man who is seeking more than fifteen thousand dollars in damages from Apple, he's seeking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, he's seeking it. He is claiming that the that. Apple drove him to be A- gay. Apple made him gay. This Russian yeah. man, Apple made him gay. He was, yeah. he was not gay before. Razumulyov. 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 I was straight man until I had iPhone, received gay coin, now I gay too. 
Oh, not not just one gay coin, 69 gay coin. coin. And you know what they say about 69. It's a very sexy number. Sexy number. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Yes. So I think it's one of those kinds of situations where he didn't want to waste it, you know? You're not giving free money every day. It's like getting a gift card to a restaurant that you never go to. Exactly. Like Applebee's. It's like, fuck Applebee's. I hate Applebee's. But if I have, you know, a $50 gift card at Applebee's, I'm going to go get trashed at Applebee's. That's just what it's going to be. Yeah. So so this guy was uh, sent this message with 69 gay coins. And it had this little uh, little message attached to it, don't judge without trying. So I imagine what's going on in this guy's head is like, you know, I've never been gay before this point. Yeah. But I really don't want to waste money. Yeah. Yeah. So with like the, I don't understand the cryptocurrency. Like is it like yes. a cryptocurrency that's like only used – like the gay coins, are, is it only used for soliciting gay sex? Like, yeah. Like is that like its only purpose? Is that how it works? I, I, I don't know what yeah I don't know what you're purchasing. Like I don't yeah. understand because yeah like because he like received these gay coins on his iPhone or whatever the Apple device he had and then along with the gay coins he received a message saying don't judge it without trying. Basically the classic don't knock it till you try it. Can you yeah. really say you don't like it if you've never done it before? And, and then so we've got this quote here from the Razumov guy which says. I thought indeed, how can I judge something without trying it and decided to try same-sex relationships, he wrote in a complaint. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so there you go. He And then he complains that he's in an intimate relationship. Yeah, he's like, how did this happen? How am I in an intimate relationship? Like, you totally, you would, like, like if he wasn't, if he had no interest in it whatsoever, you think he would have, like, you know... Went, went and had whatever rendezvous with random person of the same sex. I'm like, yeah, you know, that wasn't for me, but I guess I can say I tried it now. But now he's like, what the fuck? I have, like, a boyfriend, and he loves me, and I love him? This is fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> what the fuck? This is the worst. I found love. I hate it. God damn it. Give me money, Apple. I, I did not want this thing that I totally like now and it's totally part of me. You have manipulatively pushed me towards homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the sad part of the story. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, this, is what we're, this is what we've been building up to because right now it seems fun. So this might be one of the few ways that you can come out of the closet in Russia and not be – uh, criminalized as a result of it, you know, the claiming that, uh, you know, somebody, uh, mind controlled the fuck out of you and that it's beyond your own volition to engage in these relationships because otherwise isn't a, is it a punishable offense? Yeah. I think even just saying like homosexuality is cool and just as valid as a heterosexual relationship is illegal under Russian law. Like, just being like, yeah, being gay is, like, just as good as being straight. Illegal. Uh, passing a material that is pro-LGBTQ, illegal. Um, I think uh, showing any form of intimacy, I think even, like, holding hands or kissing anything like that in public, illegal. So, like, basically any displaying of being gay in the public eye is considered a big no-no in Russian society. Whoa. Yeah, they don't. They don't want their uh, their children to be intoxicated with with uh, sexual passions of an abnormal quality. <laughs> Wait, are you reading a quote of something? No, I'm just I'm, I'm oh, oh, your point. Like I'm like, damn, that sounds like something you read in a flyer or some shit. No, I just I, I I'm a I'm a Russian propagandist. That's that's what I do in my free time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, just the casual stuff, knitting and Russian propaganda. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, it's pretty fucked up uh, that uh, a world power would have that type of law. But then again, I guess the United States wasn't too far off of that about ten years ago. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally. Uh, I'm still, I'm still real hooked on this this whole economy thing. Like, what is what are these yeah, gay? Co- I, that's what I'm, yeah, that's the thing I'm hung up on too. Is like 
Yeah. I bet. I think I know. Uh, I, it's like Team Fortress 2. You know, like, the, the the game itself doesn't really make any money, but they distribute, like, a certain amount of coins hats. to people. You can buy these gay coins to buy hats. You, know, you got, like, a little <laughs> an avatar to represent yourself on this Dayton website, and you can, like, buy, like, a little policeman hat. Like, you're part of the village people, you know, like, something. I don't know. Like, you can, like, uh, I don't know. I have, like, a boa. What, what's what's common gay clothing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Insert stereotypical gay clothing. Yeah, right. Well, because it has to be all like crazy and blown out, right? Otherwise, like, where's the novelty in it? Like, what's get a pinwheel hat? I don't know. Like a soda drink hat. Yeah. A ten gallon hat. You know, all of the the novelty hats. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, maybe that limits like uh, just like crazy solicitations. Like you just like solicit everyone at once. Maybe you get a certain amount of gay coins each month, and you can like uh, solicit people based on I don't know, uh, you know, some kind of ranking system. I'm worth hundred gay coins. I'm yeah. two hundred gay coins. If you want to yeah. get with me, it's going to cost a thousand gay coins. Oh shit, that's a lot of gay coins. Well, maybe if they already have like a, a whole lot of interactions through this website, then it becomes more expensive to interact with those types of people. Yeah. That that way, it kind of like it, you know they it, it doesn't just become uh, a website for the traffic of one person. <laughs> maybe maybe like steady yeah. stream into this one guy's house. <laughs> Come in the front door, exit through the back, or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it'd be better if it come in the back door, exit through the front. God damn it! There you go. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, my shitty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, wait. Do we have a silver lining? Yeah. I mean, this guy I found himself. Yeah. He's that's he's there. Like he he uh he came out um. I wish he didn't feel as bad about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, yeah, that's the sad part. Yeah, um, but you know, live and learn, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would like, I would think that if he was not living in Russia in a place that was more open and, and accepting, he probably wouldn't feel bad about it. Would be my, I guess, wish. Yeah. Still, still the sad part. We're supposed to be giving him a silver I know, silver I know, it's a silver lining. He found himself. Yay. It, uh, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> has good relationship with the person he found, steady boyfriend and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Wow. Happy feelings. All right. Well, I guess on that note, that brings us to time. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you are interested in getting in contact with us and letting us yeah, know. Yeah, tell us about how gay you are. And tell us about how gay you are or about the one time your boss twisted your nipples. You can do so by or your shit quota. Or your shit quota by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on Twitter at cynic empower me one or you can like us on facebook at cynic empowerment and send us a message through there we would love to hear from you and uh please rate review and subscribe to the show if you have not done that already it helps other people find it and we are spread through word of mouth by listeners like you that's right we would certainly appreciate that if you would spread us around also if you happen to know how to control the weather then you can email us personally. Uh, please interact with us through our Facebook page. Don't put that in a public, uh, in, you know, in the, on the, on the public wall. You know, you want to message us privately because, you know, we might be able to do business. <laughs> we might be able to exchange gay coin in order to gain access to weather controlling technologies. Worth 69 gay coin <laughs> for you. We we are in contact with wealthy uh, Russian oligarch who has many of gay coins to give you for a uh, weather-controlling device. <laughs> Maybe that's the only amount that the Russian government will allow them to give. Maybe that's why. It's like, you know, in order to limit their homosexual behavior, it's like, well, you lose the gay coin in order to solicit the gay sex, and then if uh, you run out of the gay coin, that's all the sex. <laughs> that's, all the, that's all sex you can have. No more no more sex for you. Yeah, no more sex. Mm, okay. <laughs> you're, 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 
You you can't you can't hog it all to yourself. You got to share. We communist country. Remember, you must share the the means of the sex. We must <laughs> share the means of of sex seduction. Seduction. Your man meets with all of the others, <laughs> but only sixty nine times. That's it. Beautiful.